Welcome back to Gift of the Gab, uh, episode three. We have the real magic maker, in my opinion, uh, somebody who is just absolutely amazing as a person and actually at what they do as well. So we have Lisa Woods, uh, who is the operations manager for Raiden Solicitor. So Lisa, tell us about you. What, what, what's the story? Well, thank you. First of all, it's brilliant to be invited on. And I am super excited at this whole concept of talking to magic makers, because I've said for a very long time now, Mm. there's a lot of us out there that do a lot of really great work. But actually, because we're so good at it, no one really sees that we're doing. Mm. And I, I just think it's brilliant that we're raising the awareness of the people that make stuff happen in the background. Um, so I work for Raiden Sisters. We are family law specialists. We have offices up and down the country. And I am a bit biased, but I think we're awesome at what we do. We're super client focused. The client journey is at the heart of what I do operationally for us. And I touch lots of different areas in my role operationally. But I think what's quite interesting is how I've actually come to where I am and how Mm. I'm doing this. So I I probably have to make a confession at this point. Um, (laughs) I'm, I'm quite old. And when I left university, Microsoft Office was quite new. And I did a law degree with initially thinking that I would become a solicitor. And I did my dissertation on a word processor. That's a chair, not knowing what a word processor is. (laughs) Um, And realised that the world was changing in terms of technology very, very quickly. And I didn't have a clue. So I decided not to proceed to become a solicitor at that time. I didn't go and do my LPC. I went off and I joined the civil service because naively, I thought that the civil service would have a good understanding of technology, which I rapidly discovered that they were probably more behind than I was with my word process. (laughs) But I worked as a listing officer um, for a couple of years and what I found was that I was really good at just making stuff happen and it set me off on a really interesting career path and I've kind of come full circle now because I have actually ended up working in legal practice. Mm. Um, I had a brilliant time um, on my route to where I am now. I've done corporate, I've done public sector, um, I've worked with really exciting startups in the centre of London and now I'm based back in, in St Albans where I live, where my family are, where my community are that I feel really strongly about supporting and um, have lots of fun in the meantime. So I also have to make a confession. So uh, numerous times you and I have had conversations sober and and not not sober sober. um you actually gave me the idea for this because how many times you did so how many times have we sat there through 
events, um, you know, sat at the table, just talking about all sorts of stuff. And I feel like I can actually relate really well to you because we do similar things. So um, we effectively just make the world go round for the people that we work with. Um, and I, there was a couple of topics which I'm not going to go into that privately <laughs> conversation, private conversation between us both. Um, but I felt it's really important that people like us should be heard. And I feel like it's really important that actually we have a journey as well as all the other people that have got to the top. Um, so thanks. Thank for... you. <laughs> for... I remember we had a conversation once and I think it was, a, it may have been an International Women's Day last year. Mm. And there was this moment where we kind of looked at each other and there is an element of the business sector world that yeah. is jumped over. And that's kind of where we are. We're the people that conduct everything around to make things happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I don't... I, I used to have it on a postcard behind my desk and it, it was something along the lines of I'm the conductor of an orchestra. Yeah. And the orchestra is, in your case, it's your team, it's your guys that are out there. Yeah. It's your, it's your apprentices, it's, it's everybody. Mm. For me, it's marketing, HR, compliance, finance, and then the other level, which is our solicitors and our paralegals and our trainees and all of these other people. And our actions are there to support them and to facilitate them and to make them look great and yeah. to make them look great. Yeah. And I, I sometimes think that it's us in the background, us as the foundation and that structure that people do have a tendency just to go, oh, it's okay, it all just always happens. But they forget. Yeah. 100%. I think. Um... I think a lot of what we do, we are effectively the glue that holds everything together. We are the oils in the wheels. We are the, I, I don't know if it's the right terminology, but like the Pied Piper, <laughs> almost like the, the leader of the mariachi band and just, you know. I quite, I quite like the idea of being the leader of a mariachi band. I might use that one. I, but just I, keeping everybody in sync. And I think certainly a few situations that, where you and I have been in places where people have either spoken about things or, you know, they're addressing something or, or whatever the weather, there has never been any mention of the people that are in the middle ground. And it's actually people like us, for example, that, okay, allows probably not the right word, but um, enable people at the top of the tree should we say to go out and do what they do and that's fantastic you know it could be their company it could be a partner they could be you know a, a shareholder whatever the weather that's fantastic but I, I genuinely feel that there's not enough credit given to people in the middle it could be a manager it could be um could be a, a director of some sort it could even just be like an admin assistant right because without the support in our job we're probably going to get swamped massively and actually not be able to produce the way that we should be able to produce. But also we firefight a lot of stuff as well that comes our way. I remember going um, 
It was pre-COVID and it was a great event that was organised by the Hertfordshire Chamber of Commerce. And it was a PA networking event at a hotel and the hotel were basically entertaining everybody to try and get more bookings, which I got completely. And there was food. So I went and they had a speaker there who was fantastic. And he was... um, muscle something federation anyway he, he was I, I remember him very much because he was saying that you're all here and your personal assistants or executive assistants or whatever it is and he said I want you to lose that mindset of assist yeah I want you to change it in your mind to facilitate he said you're not an executive assistant you're an executive facilitator yeah and that really resonated with me and I remember thinking do you know what I think he's right I, I I think that there is more to this I am freeing up these people's time to go and do what they're great at by doing what yeah. I yeah you know why are you as my director or as my senior partner or whatever your job title may be why are you spending time doing this when actually this is my skill set this is my expertise yeah. yeah 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 you can go off and do what you need to do and let, let me, me do what I need to do. Because I can make this happen probably yeah. uh, probably more efficiently and possibly more in a more cost-effective way. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I think it's people like us that are actually so important, but also the people that we work with, it's massively important for them to enable us to do what we do, same way we enable them to do what they do. I remember there was an event at Sopwell actually and I don't think I had been at KG for too long maybe a year or two or something and you invited me or you said like you know we we should go you know we had a walk around the spa after we just finished it and stuff like that and it was actually really nice and comforting to meet people that were in a similar situation to me so they face the same problems they probably go through the same you know the same scenarios they have to achieve the way that I need to achieve as well so for me at the time it felt like a great safe space and I think the reason why I'm saying that is that there's a lot of events that happen there's a lot of get-togethers a lot of gatherings you know breakfast lunch dinner and and everything else in between but it's it's not really for the middle people Mm. and that's where I feel that we are let down because Where's our ability to come together? Where's our ability to find common ground with other people? Whether it be, um, you know, just a an associate, whether whether you become friends, whether you become like a support system. I, I don't feel that there's anything for that, and I, I it, it it annoys me. But actually, I also feel rather than you know, bitching and moaning about it, it's something that can actually be brought together. We, I think I, I, it just needs to happen. I've always been very fortunate in the where I am now. I've been very much enabled to go out there and meet people and yeah. find sources of best practice. And mm. I've been invited to these things as me, as an individual. Mm. And there have been moments where I've had absolute imposter syndrome. Yeah. You know, what what am I what am I here for? You know, am mm. I really the person to be here? And it, it has taken a while to get past that. But what I would say to anybody in a position similar to ours is to be brave and to say, actually, 
I think I should go for a coffee with this person. I think I should go to that networking event yeah. because I will be able to bring things back to the business. Yeah. Benefit up. yourself. I've been enabled from the get go to actually just be me as a person. And the fact that I've been, a- been enabled to do that, it's helped me grow as a person. So who I am today is not who I was when I first started. All the, you know, trials, tribulations, the ups, the downs, the sideways in between has carved me to be this person, all from having the enablement of Kyle as well. So I actually love it. Like, I actually love what I do. People say, like, you know, you work so much, you, you do this, you're always... For me, it's not a job. I just, honestly, I just absolutely love it. I, I don't think that we should be afraid about being authentic. I Absolutely. I think that everything that we have come through to become the experts in what we do yeah. and this, you know, filing cabinet brain where you go, ah, yeah. oh, someone who can help with that. Yeah. Or, you know, actually, if you do this, this and this, you get to hear or, yeah. you know, knowing how to engage people to get things, yeah. deliver stuff. The only we've got there because we've done it and mm. we're not afraid of the fact that we, we may have made mistakes in the past and we've learned from them and that's yeah. what, where we're going. And I think, you know, what, one of the things that I was talking to somebody about the other day was actually we all of us need to be a bit braver. Mm. And, you know, just take that little bit of, yeah, or always educated risks. Yeah. Just give it a go or take that conversation one little step further or listen that little bit harder to, to get that one. Yeah. I think people just need to break out of their comfort zone a little bit. Like I know myself, I don't know if, if I, if I still have it, I'm not sure, but I know certainly when I first started imposter syndrome was real. Like it was, I couldn't understand what I was, what I was doing here, what, what you know, why I was here, am I really the right person? And I, everybody around me was like, you know, you're great, you're fantastic, this is where you need to be. Without you, we couldn't achieve this. And and it's great to hear that, but when you actually don't believe it yourself, it's it's quite hard to wrap your head around, is this what I should be doing with my life? But then I think if I was to do anything else, I wouldn't feel as satisfied as what I am now. And it's almost... Uh, I don't know if breaking the barriers is the right term, but as you say, be, be brave. And I, mm-hmm. I, I know myself, I'm a big character. I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm, as you know, I'm a very big character. Like I'm, I'm so okay with that. But there's people out there that I feel that in their working world, they believe that they should be what they think is the right fit but actually as a person in your personality that's what makes you you and nobody will ever be able to take that away and I think when you are wholeheartedly yourself you can be fully authentic and always make the right decisions that you know are right for you not right for what you are at work and then wrong for who you are at home I I don't think that you can underestimate having a full understanding of the vision vision and values of who you're working for as mm. well and seeing how you as a person fit within that you know yeah. and so we we as a firm are very clear on our values and you know I am constantly trying to embed them in, in everything that we do as our yeah. market as everybody is and the thing for me is where am I in those values 
these things that I'm doing how is that embodying our values yeah if I ask myself that every time and I am do I am being committed and I am you know having complete clarity and my communication is great then I'm going to succeed without a shadow of a doubt ever since I I met you I like little girl crush here but I've I've always looked up to you because your outlook on things me I'm very reactive as you know like and you are just extremely calm and I feel like you're so wise I just look at you and try to absorb everything from the conversations that we have I think even the last conversation we had at the at the awards night we sat and chopped it up for I mean probably longer than what what we it was that that is that is so what we should have but in in the same way I see what you're doing and I think what you what you're achieving with the local chamber of commerce and I know you're a driving force behind lots of really great stuff that's going on there and I think you know it's brilliant it's absolutely fantastic that you're being bold and you're shaking things up in a really beneficial way to the to the business community yeah you're not you're achieving it you're overcoming barriers yeah and you're absolutely killing it I I appreciate that I I think I love that you think that but I know for sure just me as a person I can be very chalk and cheese. I'm I'm quite loud. I'm quite outspoken. I try to do it in the right way. Um, I always have to be true to myself. And if it doesn't sit well with me, I actually can't follow it through because that's when I start feeling like a fraud. And I spoke to um, somebody the other day, actually the other week, and we had a whole sort of situation and, and scenario. And she said, whatever I do, And wherever I'm going with it, I have to be 100% true to myself. And like I said, I know I'm a big character. I know some people might look at me that, you know, I shouldn't speak and I shouldn't say this, that and the other. But my my big thing at the moment is, is like the younger people. And I feel that as a generation, we we have to push, 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 basically, whether it be to her, to be seen, to be listened to, to you know, even for somebody to pay attention to us, we've got to keep pushing. And I'm trying to give a platform almost or try and help build a platform for people who want to, to, to succeed, who want to be, you know, business leaders, business owners, and actually even just create a um, an environment that you can have like a mentor and a mentee situation. You can have somebody that you can call on like I've been through this situation I know last time I spoke to you you mentioned that and I feel that that's so important and um, not just as a female like I'm I'm here for anybody and everybody like I just think as a female myself in an industry that's predominantly males and, and I work with all men I want to try and pave a way for somebody like me to have a voice and I want everybody else to almost follow with that as well but not everybody will see the benefits of what I do and not everybody will understand me as a person. Um, I have this thing in my head that, I don't, again, I don't know if it's right and wrong, divide and conquer. Because I know that personally I'm destined for great things in life. I've absolutely no idea what it entails. I've no idea where I'm going to be in 10 years' time. I just know in my heart that I'm going to 
be great and I know that if I can have the right influence on certain things then we can bring everybody together right so that's sort of the aim of of my game um question for you and this is something that we briefly touched on before I I started recording okay international women's day (laughs) thoughts feelings love it don't love it could we do things differently if anybody could see me doing the movement so in the interim whilst we've been talking I've done something really bad that I shouldn't do I've kind of you know raced ahead in my mind and I've I've, I've (laughs) been thinking about it um it's International Women's Day tomorrow yes and this evening I will be spending an hour and a half with 12 um eight, nine and ten year olds. All girls, they're brownies, they're lovely. Um, just so everyone knows, I am not a brown owl, I am Lisa. I cannot bear being called brown owl. Um, and why owl? <laughs> I was thinking, should I do something about International Women's Day with them? Mm. And I decided not to. Yeah. And the reason I decided not to is these little sparks of energy, these self-defined confident amazing girls are awesome every single day yeah they have opportunities ahead of them every single day not just one day of the year every single and i celebrate them every day i am proud of them i applaud their achievements i lift them up i pulse them a tissue I guide them, I steer them every day. Yeah. That's where I am with International Women's Day. Mm. I think there is a a risk that it is going to turn into um, a hallmark day, like Teacher's Day, Grandparents' Day. Uh, Dare I mention Valentine's Day, where you do it because you feel you have to do it. Yeah. you want to do it yeah my instagram feed at the moment is full of all of these events and they're all happening mm. on Wednesday. and i can't go to all of them and I should yeah have, you know why can't we celebrate our achievements on a wednesday in june you know each yeah. of every day and i think it's great that people are getting together and they're networking and they're having conversations and i'm really pleased that the event that i'm going to on wednesday um as men on the panel that men are yeah are joining that they're coming along mm-hmm. because actually if if we don't then are we not just as bad as before a hundred percent I think on that I mean we had a conversation last year very similar to what you've just said now and um, I I, I don't I don't necessarily disagree with it, but I don't necessarily agree with it. Um, I had a conversation with somebody the other day and I kind of said pretty much the same things that you just said, like, you know, what, why are we not supported and celebrated every day? Why are we not enabled? You know, all of that. And she actually said that, do you think in some instances that it's the women that stop women from achieving do you think that it's actually some women on 
what did she say? Some women that hinder other mm-hmm. women being successful. So I think we were trying to go along the lines of, you know, supporting, enablement, push, push, push. I come from a family. I've got seven brothers. Um, I've never had to deal with or face any I've never been treated any differently because I'm a woman. I understand in my industry now that's that's how it has been. That's not necessarily what it is. Um, I do think it is now becoming a little bit of a, a token day in in the year that you know it's one day and it's all this big bang. Let's go celebrate all the women, fantastic. But all the other days of the year, how are you celebrating? females how are you uplifting females if you're a successful woman and you've achieved highly and you've you've got a friend or an associate or somebody in your business that wants to achieve the same as you what are you actually doing to build them up are you just showing them what you've got or are you actually going to help them get to where you are because that for me is kind of the fundamentals of women lifting up women you know we can tell everybody oh you've got lovely hair and oh you're so good and that's a lovely picture that you painted up but what are you doing to benefit their life and I have no issue with, um, you know, conferences and events and stuff like that. But I do have an issue with going to an event and it becoming like a man bashing session. That's not for me because we want equality, but you're never going to get equality if you're actually going to start hammering the other half. And again, for me, I'm in a male dominated industry. Kyle's a guy, my engineer's a guy. I've got brothers, friends, associates and, and all of my supplies and everything are men. I'm not treated any differently to what I would be, I believe, if I was a guy. So I I understand it. I'm just not really too sure what what we're meant to achieve from it. What's the actual end goal of having an international women's day? I think the international term is a key. I think that we are very fortunate in that our society, society, albeit isn't perfect, but we are further ahead yeah for sure um so I think my learn for International Women's Day and this is something that I want to do every year now mm. is that great it's International Women's Day let me have this sense of celebration and sense of support and sense of drive and sense of uplift yeah. and sense of you know wow you're amazing and I'm so proud of what you're doing and how can I help you every day mm. yeah and, 100 um i've always felt very supported i i don't feel that i've ever been hindered as a woman um mm. i've worked with some phenomenal women yeah um and I've, i'm i've always been enabled and encouraged and supported and mm. you know, shoved occasionally to succeed <laughs> and but but also to fulfill my potential yeah I think that that if there's one thing that we should all be doing is saying you'd be really great if you just gave it a go go on give it a go take that yeah yeah and if you fall over I'll pick you up yeah 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 so we used to have a uh a female electrician which for me was absolutely incredible but actually with all the encouragement that she was given, with all of the support, with all of the, you know, I want to say like I've taken her under uh, under my wing. Whilst I'm not an electrician, I do have technical knowledge and I can help her and I can teach her. And I, I actually said to her in her interview, 
and I was very honest, like you're coming into a man's world. So unfortunately, we're we're on sort of the back foot already. It's just a mindset of people in construction. You're already five steps behind. So unfortunately, again, we have to work a little bit harder to be taken seriously. So I'd spoken to some people about that and they said, oh, well, you shouldn't have said that. And I'm like, but all I can do is be open and honest with her. I think it would be unfair of me to go through what I've been through and not part that knowledge with somebody who's a lot younger than me, who doesn't have the... Um, Life lived experience. Yeah, you know, so I felt, I felt responsible for her. But actually, all the support we gave her, everything we did for her, it didn't work out. But I don't regret giving her all of that. And I feel, as you say, every every day, could be every month or, or, or whenever, every, every female needs to be enabled. Right. And whether it be from a female leader, um, from a male leader, everybody needs to be supported. But my I think my big issue is, is for it to be such a a glitzy affair just for one day a year. Um, what what are the conversations around that? What are the conversations before that? What are the conversations after that? Where do we go with it, basically? Um so who has been the most influential people in your life? Mm. Oh, so I've been really lucky in that I've had some incredible female bosses. Mm. Um, and they've all been very different in different industries, but they have all had the same standpoint about success and drive, but also doing it in the right way. Yeah. So um, Catherine, who is Catherine Radon, who is the senior partner here, I remember meeting her on for it was probably my second interview or my third interview and I remember just being completely blown away by her passion for, mm-hmm. for the law and family law for her drive and just the founding blocks of who she was and where she wanted the business to get to yeah. and I, I didn't think I would work in the law because I, I really? as I say, I come full circle. Yeah. And I was I was leaving the um the public sector. Um and I met her and that was it. I was just sold completely on the premise and the values and the drive of this business. Yeah. And I, I've been here nearly seven years, which is <laughs> well a couple but, of times we've spoken. And actually, you probably don't realise, but every time you speak about Catherine and and, and Raiden, your face lights up a little bit. Oh, I <laughs> shout out to Raiden. <laughs> but I, I think there is there is something really important about believing in the people around you and believing that we are all on it sounds really naff but believing that we're all on the same path and that everyone everyone understands the goals and everyone knows how we're going to get there and why we're getting there and you know we're all heading in the same direction together 
and you know the investment in the team and the expertise and everything that is here to enable us to succeed and then coming back to what I said at the start it's not just about enabling us to succeed as the team it's about enabling our clients to get where they need to go yeah for sure. so it's about having that you know we're all on the same path and our clients are with us and we're going to get you where we need to go yeah and we're all going to get there and that that's where it's at that's I think it's a massive thing for me and I mentioned this on one of my one of the previous episodes is to be in the right environment as you said I think you need to be working with people who are who you align with and they align with you um whether it be you know visions values personality or or just the end goal I think that's so important because when it's not then that's when things obviously start to go a bit haywire and skew with but women themselves I know and I have seen the achievements and the rate in which that some achievements are coming through I am absolutely here for all of it I think it's the, no I do I, I just think it's absolutely amazing and to have you know women that own companies and then they're they're expanding they're they're growing different again like Catherine you know you've got multiple offices right it's Catherine Raiden so that's that's yeah. hers and, and, and she's well, a female right yeah well she's she's a, a phenomenal lawyer you know yeah. she's really driven you know we've got an office in Birmingham now we've got an office down the road from you in Harpenden um you know St Albans Bishop Stortford Epping yeah um Birkenstead where have I missed out London Bridge (laughs) see even Um, things like that it's like if if there is no reason as a woman why you cannot succeed and that I don't know if people are going to love me or hate me for saying it but no matter what sex you are if you want something get it that's it like I don't believe that there's anything that can stop you so as a woman, we can achieve as much as men, but I don't like to do the whole comparison of, of men and women. You're, you're asking me who, who a big influence on, on me and my life is. And, you know, I, I have to mention Eleanor. Love now, her. My daughter is nine and she is the bravest, strongest boldest little wonder and she's a massive influence on my life because I want her to look in the mirror every day and think I'm going to be awesome today I'm going to do this and it's just going to be great and anything I want to do I can do which is why when she announced she wanted to play cricket I didn't go cricket oh oh no it's fine you know and she's, she's she's playing cricket for St Albans and if I had one wish, it's that everyone starts the day out the way that a nine-year-old with no fear in the world and with the full backup of their friends and family Absolutely. starts. The- and you know, I, I, I will mention um, my my ever-suffering husband, who is brilliant. Um, what a guy! He- <laughs> He's a guy. He's great, but he he's also, great. But he embodies your values as well. This is what I love. This, this is about it. both of you. 
Lee and I are very, very different, but we have the same values and we support each other unendingly and we support Eleanor unendingly. And that is why... One thing about Lee, he is... He's a bit of a feminist. Yeah, and do you know what? I... Like he, he for me is such a breath of fresh air. He's just different, right? And he, he's fair. He's open-minded. Um, he supports women in any aspect. I don't believe that he, 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 he would have hysterics, but he is actually a feminist because yeah, he absolutely embodies the fact that of course she can play cricket. She, she wants to play football. Oh, why couldn't you? But go and go and climb a tree. Fine. You know what? What do you want to be? You can do it regardless and I am I have said for a very very long time and I continue to say it regularly the future is female oh absolutely and the best thing that we is we educate our girls Mm -hmm. and we educate each other and we have each other's backs yeah I think we need more of that for sure I think when um when when women get together, as well as obviously in some instances being on their own, I feel like that's a real powerhouse. That for me is is absolutely huge. But there was there was a, a a message that a friend of mine sent me recently that said, "Do you want something sorted out? Oh, you you don't need a committee. You need two women on a on a power exercise walk, and a WhatsApp group." And I was like, "This is it." And and we did. We we went on a power walk that night, and we talked and talked and talked and we we found a solution to something that she was struggling with and I got some ideas about something that I was you know going through and um we we just need more time together and that's why I think things like your young chamber event Mm. if we can encourage more of us as facilitators and enablers to attend and be proud of what we're doing and share this and network we're going to be onto a winner for sure. I also think just on the back of that, I also think that people around us should also what want us to be involved in certain things um, and actually allow us to share our knowledge, share our experience and give us a platform to help others who haven't necessarily been doing what we've been doing as long as what we have and faced what we've had. As if, well. I think if, that's so important. Is listening to this and is thinking... Everyone's listening to it, Lisa. Not anyone. I, Everyone. I, 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 anyone, as in any person who is listening to this, is thinking, do you know what? Maybe I should go to some of these things. Maybe I should meet some of these people. Absolutely. Just ask. What, what, what's the worst that can happen? You go and you have a rubbish time. The best thing that can happen is you go and you have an awesome time. Make some, yeah. great, some really good things. Absolutely. I think what I would also say to anybody and everybody, if you ever see Lisa at an, at an event of any sort, if she is not too busy to spare you time, please sit and listen and speak with her. She is, for me, you are everything that I would like to be. But no, no, no. It, it, so when I say that, you're very placid, you're very fair, you're... um. You're obviously very open-minded, as am I, but you're so chill. I've not really met you in any situations that anything has phased has you. And I think that that's a big part for me. I get phased too much. I don't want to be phased. And I want to I wanna take stuff in my stride better than what, than, than what I have been doing. But for sure, if anybody could come and speak to you, 
obviously people please don't swarm her but nonetheless definitely come up and speak to her because she has got so much knowledge wisdom and experience under her belt that, that she should really be sharing with but don't charge us because I don't know thank no. you thank you well I'm gonna wrap it up now I know you've probably got to to go soon and go to be a wise owl <laughs> and Lisa at brownies but I really appreciate you coming on to talk to me you in particular I was very excited about um so yes thank Thank you so much and I will I will see you soon you very 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 much will I will speak to you soon thanks everyone for listening and yeah we'll catch up with you guys soon